Welcome to Good Together, where small daily steps allow us to create good in the world together. I'm your co-host, Laura Wittig, CEO and founder of Brightly.eco, a platform that empowers you to make a daily difference through shopping, learning, and connecting with other changemakers around the world. All right, so it's the first episode of the Good Together podcast, and my co-host Lisa and I can't wait to jump into it with you and get you inspired. Um, You know, I feel like now is the perfect time for a small podcast like this. Um, You know, I feel like this week, much like every other week, was pretty chaotic in terms of current events, um, news about climate change, etc. And I personally feel pretty helpless when I turn on the news. Um, Sometimes I don't even want to, which is crazy. I actually was a journalism major back in college and I used to take great pride in being up to date on every single thing. Um, But, you know, sometimes I just want to turn it off and sort of get underneath one of my weighted blankets and um, just chill out. But, you know, I think in order for us to really create change together, we have to pay attention um, and we have to create situations where we are able to vote with our dollars and vote for change with our daily actions. So that was really the inspiration behind Good Together. Um, It's actually why I founded Brightly, which you heard me talk a little bit about earlier. Please go ahead, give us a look. Um, Let me know your thoughts. And as always, let us know your thoughts about this podcast. Um, We're brand new to podcasting. We're super excited. So give us a follow at brightly.eco on Instagram. Use that hashtag GoodTogether. And we'd love to have a dialogue with you. All right. So without further ado, let's hop right into it. All right. So we are officially recording our first podcast. Yay. Awesome. Yeah. So excited um, to get started and to share our love of ethical fashion and sustainable lifestyle tips to the world. Yes, I'm super excited. So let's get into it. So we're super excited to start this podcast. Um, This is an idea that Lisa and I have had for quite a while and wanted to really take some time Mm -hmm. out of our day to help you get inspired to change the world with small, easy daily steps. Well, let's talk about Brightly, right? This is what something that really brought us together. So why don't you tell everyone what Brightly is and hopefully people will get inspired even more. Yeah. So Brightly is a platform that helps you change the world by shopping, learning, and engaging with one another about ethical lifestyle tips and um, trying to change the world through conscious consumerism. So Brightly um, recently launched. We're at brightly.eco. You can currently find thousands of products from brands who are doing things right. Um, And in the very near future, you'll be able to learn about different tips from us via our content and our, um, our blog. And then later on, uh, we'll be launching our community where you can actually engage with one another and get excited about different causes, and come together and change the world. Um, you know, we, Lisa and I started Brightly because we personally believe in the power of voting with your dollars to change the world. Um, you know, I think a lot of us right now are really concerned about climate change and about turmoil going on in the world around us. And for us, 
Brightly and this new podcast, Good Together, is something that we feel really strongly about. Yes, exactly. And um, talking about community, one other thing that you should check out, um, if you're a lover of Facebook, uh, we have an ethical shopping and lifestyle collective, which we started probably about a year or so ago. Um, we're just posting all the resources, um, such as this podcast, hopefully will turn out to be um, about everything ethical shopping lifestyle we're sharing our favorite brands but the actual idea that uh, the community started i just wanted to share all the like, amazing holiday discounts or non-holiday discounts to ethical brands you know everybody loves sales everybody loves shopping uh but uh we want you to really go and shop with ethical brands um but yeah let me talk a bit about myself i guess uh, yeah, we, uh, we actually met with Laura through another podcast. Um, um, shout out to the Spirit of 608, an awesome podcast for ethical fashion founders uh, and the host of it, uh, Lorraine Sanders. Um, my background is actually started all the way from nonprofits. And um, then I got inspired to go more into social business, right? To building sustainable business models around also solving any given social problem. I'm a huge fan of Mohammed Yunus, uh, who is a Nobel Peace Laureate, uh, who is the father of microfinance, and also a big proponent of the idea of the social business, as I just mentioned. Uh, yeah, my background is uh, all about community building and, of course, marketing and sales, a very, very important thing if you're a business owner. Um, and also, um, yeah, I actually was a founder of Globin, which is one of Brightly brands. Uh, it's an artisan box subscription. It's also an online store for all things handmade, fair trade, artisan made. Think Moroccan ceramics or hand-blown glassware from Mexico or gorgeous textiles from Guatemala. Uh, but yeah, of course, there's so many amazing uh, ethical brands out there and that's what, why we created Brightly. We want it to be the one place where you can discover everything, all the ethical alternatives for everything you shop for your life. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, Lisa and I, um, you know, we met through Lorraine's podcast, and then we actually realized we were both based in the Bay Area. So we quickly became friends and really found ourselves having these conversations um, ourselves about, you know, um, the latest zero waste trend or different ways that we could change our lives on a daily basis, in addition to sharing with our audiences. So we figured, hey, like, let's get together and make a podcast because it's something we're yeah. really interested in. Um, you know, a little bit about me. Um, I'll keep it brief. So I've been involved um, in social impact and tech for most of my career. I actually got started um, at Amazon Fashion when I first got out of college. And I, you know, started to see um, really the impact of fast fashion sort of build up in front of my eyes. Um, I worked very closely with the fashion editors there. And my job was to basically sell as many shoes and handbags as I could to pretty much everybody in the world, because right, everybody's on Amazon. Um, and I saw all of these shoes and handbags and, and things pile up behind me. Um, and they were, you know, made in China, there was strange off gassing, um, just a really strange environment to be in. And I thought to myself, wow, I, I myself am contributing to this cycle of waste and, um, you know, just just awful, awful things going on in the world. So I figured out, you know, hey, let's let's get let's get involved with ethical fashion. And so from there, I actually went over to Google where I did a um, product management uh, project around something called social impact search. So basically, when people came to Google and searched for things related to suicide or sexual assault, 
My job was to make sure that those people could get help by finding a crisis hotline at the top of their search results. So that really showed me that tech could be used for good. And that's how um, I had the idea to start Brightly eventually. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, as a consumer, as an everyday person, um, you know, I'm very passionate about making sure that I am shopping with my values and supporting businesses that are doing well by the world. Yeah, and just so uh, we're not getting in here and like we don't sound too preachy, I want to uh, kind of come clean and, you know, yeah, we all did not start like super ethical shoppers and uh, we're not 100% ethical oh, shoppers yeah. by any means. Uh, I, for example, another shout out is there's an amazing... Uh, um, movie documentary true cost that hopefully some of you have already watched uh, me and laura probably watched it but during times but i actually it took me three times to watch the documentary which is amazing as i mentioned and to be on a panel discussing this documentary for me to actually consciously switch to completely shopping ethically uh, and again it's still not 100 percent um but I would say like 70 to 80%. And it's just, this is when I uh, finally kind of committed myself to like, okay, ask yourself twice, three times, or however you need, do you really need this piece of clothing or whatever you're buying? Do you really need another thing for your yeah. house? Um, so yeah, it takes time and it takes uh, learning. It takes talking to your friends. So this is what the podcast is for. Yeah, and Lise is totally right. I, we all want to shop ethically with 100% of our purchases, but that's not always possible. And so, you know, even choosing to make one purchase a day, um, you know, that's ethical is going to make a huge impact around the world. Um, so for us, it becomes, you know, the process of, of trying to understand what's the easiest way I can do good in the world every day. Um, and that's going to change. So we're, we're super excited. And really want to help you understand that every single action that you do matters. Um, and don't beat yourself up if you've got to go, um, you know, if you pick something up from your favorite fast fashion brand every once in a while, we're all human. Um, but yeah, this is this is why we're excited. This is we want to be really positive and just showcase how we can all change the world in our own way. Um, so I think what we what we wanted to talk about today for our first episode was um, about fast fashion and kind of talk a little bit about what that means, um, what some of the trends are in the ethical fashion community around like uh, different uh, ideas that people are coming up with to make a difference. Uh, and then talk through a few articles and things that we found. Yeah, there was an awesome article uh, that came out actually just uh, yesterday by uh, in Fast Company by Elizabeth Sigrin. She's awesome. She has written so many pieces about fast fashion and fast fashion, slow fashion, all, and but also about uh, some of our favorite ethical brands like Allbirds, Nisolo, um, Known Supply, things like that. Um, so article actually yeah, it came out about a week or so ago. Um, so article. Oh, and I also mm -hmm. want to I want to mention too, Lisa. Don't want to interrupt you, but all of the um, links and things we're talking about are going to be available in the show oh, notes. Oh yeah, so absolutely. You'll be able to follow along with us. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, the article title is "Bad News: The Fashion Industry Is Actually Slowing Down on Sustainability." Um, this is. In indeed bad news but uh we'll i'll give you a bit more details but before um yeah we wanted to briefly chat about what is fast fashion what what determines and the term uh oh just basically has to do with fashion buying cycles as bo uh, that's based around the forecasts right and that fast fashion you know it's ch uh, fast fashion brands that changing their uh product line so quickly some not it's not seasonal anymore right it's not four times a year sometimes it's every two weeks and of course it's uh, 
even as big of brands, as powerful of brands they are, they can absolutely not sell of the stuff. So in some cases, and some, uh, or I should more say like in many cases, brands like H&M, for example, they literally burn their inventory. They don't give it away. Uh, they don't uh, donate it or recycle it. They just burn it. And the reason is why don't they want to give it away, right? To people in need or give it to Goodwill. It's because it's, it will devalue their product and their brand. So instead they, they burn it, which is yeah. crazy. Yeah. And I mean, I, I think that's crazy. And the, the other thing is like, it's not just H&M. It's there's bigger luxury brands. Like some of the LVMH companies were found to be doing this as well. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a really systemic problem. And to Lisa's point, like, you know, sometimes brands want to go ahead and donate this waste, but we're actually at a point now where most third world countries are not going to even accept these, these, uh, clothing pieces that we're sending to them. They're, they're just really overflowing with waste. Yeah. And talking about waste, um, I got a very interesting stat, um, a couple of days ago from one of our friends here in San Francisco Bay area, Rachel Fowler from Tonle. So apparently uh, in San Francisco alone, just in one minute, 75 pounds of um, waste is generated. Manufacturing clothing uh, waste is generated. So it's in one minute in San Francisco alone, 75 pounds of clothing waste. How crazy is that? That is insane. Yeah, I mean that's like absolutely insane. so. Yeah, and and that's that's the problem. That's what the article is talking about. It's it's the waste and how big the industry is. Uh, so yeah, like uh, we also want in this uh, this podcast, right? That this is why we are not just talking about things we know, but also we are talking about the articles. We want to give you, you know, uh, well researched facts, right, uh, from sources we trust. And so, you know, yeah, there's actually a common myth that, you know, fashion is the second most polluting industry, uh, which is not true. Uh, apparently, there was a lot of um, um, bloggers and journalists who actually did uh, research. But what is true, apparently in 2015, the fashion sector generated 1.2 billion tons of greenhouse gases, which is more than all international flights and maritime shipping combined. Wow, I would not have right? thought that. No, that's that's crazy. This is I'm I'm learning something. Yeah, today. and that's this, this is again from the article, which links to the original source. It's Ellen MacArthur Foundation uh, report on the new textiles economy. That's crazy. And so one, um, you know, one thing that I think is is something that we all want to remember too is there's a few things that you can actually do yourself to to actually help mitigate this. And so that's, I think, what we kind of want to go into next, um, you know, but Lisa, were there any other like tidbits that you found when you were doing um, research Yeah, so the, the main point of the article was that, um, unfortunately, the big brands are not the ones who are leading this uh, change towards sustainability. It's basically done all um, by small startup size companies, companies with less than $100 million in revenue, which I know it's still big, but, in, you know, and there's so many startups right now, like a very small, tiny comparison with, you know, H&Ms and Zaros of the world, but they're the one leading the bulk of the work on the environment and sustainability. Uh, and But the good news, the good news is amazing. Uh, and that's what I wanted to share with you. The good news is your brand, uh, your wallet acti activism is actually working. So here's a quote. 38% of 3,000 consumers surveyed around the world say they actively switch from their preferred brand to another brand because its credibility stands for positive environment and or social practices. It's amazing. Uh, 
yeah, young consumers specifically are even more likely to do so with nearly half of them switching brands based on these considerations. So basically, consumers are actively punishing brands that do not have eco-friendly practices. And, you know, you just see it around. Even though, you know, obviously big brands are not doing enough, they are listening because you're voting with your wallet. Again, I wanted to absolutely mention my favorite quote. Every time you spend money, you're costing a vote for the kind of world you want by Anna Labe. And it's absolutely true. So, yeah, let's talk about more practical things and what you, some simple ways you can uh, change your lifestyle, change your maybe decision making about buying things and uh, contribute to this positive society. Yeah, I mean, I, like I said, we, we know the problem is there. Sometimes it can seem overwhelming, especially with some of those statistics you were showing. But, you know, I think it's, it's something that's really important. So one thing that I think um, I've personally experimented with is doing the Marie Kondo method, which I'm sure most of our listeners are familiar with. Um, but if you're not, there's a great book that Marie Kondo has, has written called The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. Um, she also recently came out with a Netflix show. So if you're more of a Netflix and chill type person, then go ahead and you know check for it out a while there. I did not um, know what yeah. Netflix and chill is. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I love how it's like in the in the yeah, yeah. But we mean now, just but... <laughs> watch Netflix and you know do whatever you want. But um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's right. Who knows, right? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so basically, Marie Kondo says that if something does not give you joy then you should get rid of it. Um, and that can seem a little bit hard to hard to understand. So totally recommend watching the show for examples of that. But it's a great uh, sort of framework to use as you open your closet, which is probably stuffed with things you've not worn in years anyway. Um, and she gives you very actionable ways to go about that. Um, and so sort of the other thing I also wanted to mention is what happens once you've cleaned your closet out, which of course is like one of the most daunting things you could do. Um, but there's, there's two things that you can do. So one is a capsule wardrobe. Um, Lisa, have you ever, have you tried to No, I haven't. I am, um, yeah, I'm very lazy and my approach has been, um, you know, instead I, I did clean my, uh, wardrobe actually, but with help of my stylist friend, which I know if you're lazy, like me, just, just pay someone to help you with this. Like, I mean, it's as silly as it is, but you know, when you pay someone uh, to do something, you suddenly more motivated to actually get it done. Uh, but yeah, yes, so yeah, my thoughts, sure. is, <laughs> my main approach is basically, I just don't buy it. You know, like even if it's a dress that I absolutely love, uh, if it's not ethical, it's not, it's um, not an option for me. And yeah, I'm slowly going into thrifting. Um, uh, right because yeah if i see like amazing brand there uh, amazing dress by a fast fashion brand but it's thrifted it's actually the most sustainable way to shop because a thrifting thrifted second hand uh piece has zero uh, negative environmental impact on it right yeah that's huge that's huge and i think i feel like a few other people that i know um if you if you're not really into going to thrift stores you can use online resale uh, marketplaces like Poshmark or ThreadUp um, to find products that people have, have listed for sale. Um, you know, I personally have used Poshmark before. I love it. It's really easy to buy things and to sell things on there. Um, you know, another thing that you can do is to host a clothes that I would do. party. Mm-hmm. So basically the idea... Yeah, totally. Like, I think we're actually planning on doing one for Brightly, at least one before the end of the year. Um, you know, and the idea behind that is you get a group of, um, you know, most of the time it's women, but of course you could host one with women and men. 
Um, but basically you get a group of people together who generally either share the same size and aesthetic, or you have a big enough group where you can kind of sort people into, um, you know, those buckets. So that's easy when you, as a, as a, um, uh, what do you call it? A, a person who's coming to the, the swap can quickly identify clothes that you'd be interested in. Um, but basically you bring a bag of clothes in with you, you trade them out with each other. And it's just a really like fun way to get to meet new people and to kind of, you know, get excited about. Yeah. And just clothes. add wine and here you go as a party. But I mean, it's, a, it's just a great, yeah, it's there just a go. great <laughs> excuse to see your friends, you know? Um, and um, right. yeah, talking about Netflix, I forgot to mention, as I mentioned, True Cost, the amazing documentary. Uh, it's literally, it was one of the main things that started the, uh, the fast fashion, the fashion revolution, what do we call it? Uh, but it's also Netflix for free. If you're a Netflix subscriber, absolutely watch it. Um, recommend it. It's a great watch. And it will absolutely change the way you think about uh, buying fashion. But I just realized too, and probably will edit it uh, in a different segment of the uh, podcast we haven't talked about what actually started the fast fashion the fashion revolution and um yeah and i mean i feel like lisa um you know i think we're kind of running up on time but what i want to do um is like we're going to go into a variety of topics around fast fashion in upcoming episodes so i think one is definitely going to be about fashion revolution week like what mm, you're talking about so okay. the genesis there um I think another episode that we're planning on doing in the future is, of course, like capsule wardrobes. Like I just briefly touched on that, but that's, there's a huge, um, interesting method, methodology around that. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, there's so many different things that we're planning on getting into. And so you'll be able to find more information about our upcoming episodes at brightly.eco slash podcast. Um, that is the, the uh, URL for our, this podcast. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're, we're so excited. And of course, this is just the, just the beginning. Lisa and I could talk yeah, about this Yeah, so we'll be timing ourselves. <laughs> that's for sure. Um, yeah, if you're on Facebook, go to um, search for Ethical Shopping and Lifestyle Collective Group. Uh, just click join and uh, you'll find all the resources and of course, podcast uh, episode links right there as well. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep posting. So join the community and join the conversation there. Um, you know, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you, guys. Bye. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed that conversation between Lisa and I and that we inspired you to go out and create some change in the world today. As always, you can find us online at brightly.eco. So type that into your web browser. That handle is also good for us on Instagram and Facebook. So please join the conversations there. And finally, I wanted to give a thank you to our friends at Pod Pronto who did the editing and gave us some consulting for this episode. So if you're interested in really fast, really awesome podcast editing, please check them out at podpronto.com.